Podcasters, welcome to the LodgeCast, the official podcast show of Gentleman'sAvenue.com. I'm your host, Mr. M. This has been recorded at the Lodge in Whittier, California. Folks, we're on the 13th floor of Whittier's tallest building. We took over the entire penthouse suite. You're tuned in to episode 25. That's right, folks, a quarter we've already dropped. You're tuned into it. Today is October 7th, 2017. We have a great guest lined up for you, man. I, You guys are going to want to stay tuned for that interview, but coming up a little bit later, we have Rana here. Okay, not only is she an amazing real estate agent, uh, great social media presence, uh, you guys are going to want to stay tuned to find out what's cracking and what's going on. So remember, all of these, you can find them on our website, gentlemansavenue.com forward slash the LodgeCast. Also on social media, at Instagram, at LodgeCast, on Twitter, at the LodgeCast. All of these can be found on iTunes, Google Play. So not only do we have a podcast, which is the audio only portion, but there's also a vodcast. So whatever images or things that I put up or reference here during the show, if you want to see that, uh, or you just want to see this amazing 13th floor, marble floor, I mean, everything we, we couldn't do the, do the ice sculptures because it's like 90 some degrees outside. So we couldn't get the ice sculptures up here. It was a little too hot, but we got everything. So if you want to check it out, remember, there's the vodcast, which is the video portion of the show and just the audio only portion. So let me give you the latest and the greatest. It's been an amazing week. I just had Toshiyuki Abe. He came from Kawasaki, Japan. He was here on Thursday and you know, it's, it's amazing because here's somebody who I've met, you know, technically met. I don't even want to, it's, it's weird. In social media, maybe you don't even really know who people are. But anyways, uh, we followed, we've communicated. He's been supporting Gentleman's Avenue there in Japan uh, big time. So anyways, he came over and uh, his translator at the last minute, uh, because of what happened in Vegas, uh, you know, was fearful. So they didn't come. So uh, quickly scrambled, found a translator on Craigslist. She came over and I can't imagine how difficult it would have been. Mr. Abbey still wanted to meet me, uh, but we wouldn't have been able to communicate. I mean, we would have just sat there and nodded and probably gestured. And But I was able to communicate with him. And man, what an amazing time we had. I mean, we hung out. Uh, he brought some really cool gifts, uh, some sake, and there's a whole bunch of stuff he brought me. And I was able to give him something too to take back home to Japan. But uh, so you're going to, if you want to see what all that was about, tuned in to episode 24. That's what, uh, you know, so I'm kind of reeling off of that. Uh, you know, it was cool to see them just totally enjoying Mexican food. But uh, so, you know, that really kind of lifted up my spirits. And, you know, I really had a good time. I mean, this is somebody who I really felt, even though, you know, we don't speak the same language, but that there was a genuine connection with them. You know, it was just like, you know, you feel that bond. And he's the real deal. You know, there's not there's a lot of douchebags on, you know, doing this stuff and on social media. But this guy was legit, man. So you can follow him at mid-century 1996. If you want to check out his shop and what he's doing there in Kawasaki, uh, make sure you tune into that. So like I said, that was, uh, that was a taxing day <laughs> uh, physically. But, you know, he really lifted up my spirit. So anyways, that's uh, the latest and the greatest with gentlemansavenue.com. I don't like to invite Rana onto our set. Come on down, Rana. Here we are, Rana. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. Here, here. It, it almost sounded like the price is right. Come on down. Oh, you like that? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, maybe I'll be on there next. Who knows? <laughs> man, it's been, uh, how you been? I've been good. Yeah. How have you been? Well, you know, that life is whatever, but... <laughs> You know, I don't know if you heard offset a little bit, but it's talking about my friend. I, I can now call him my friend who came over from Japan. I was eavesdropping a little, so were I did really? overhear that. Yeah. That were is, were you down right. the hall on the other side of the yeah. building? Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, being that your husband's in commercial real estate, I was going to tell him, hey, man, we got a sweet deal on this commercial property. Yeah, you guys can collaborate after this. Maybe he'll be the next guy on your show. <laughs> hey, I'm always open because you're... you're um, you're into real estate, right? Yes. Yes, I am. It is my life. It's your life. Yep. I wow. love it. You love it. I do. I do. It's a lot of fun. Okay. So tell me specifically what kind and you know, elaborate just for the folks, you know, listening or watching to, to get an idea of, of what you do. 
Well, I am a realtor. I work mm-hmm. out of Century 21 Award in Rancho Santa Margarita, which is in South Orange County. Mm-hmm. I have a wide range of different things I like to do. So I will go through the open houses and the million dollar homes in South County. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy being there because it's nice to be in the presence of such beautiful homes and neighborhoods. But at the same token, I am absolutely affiliated with the investor market too. Mm -hmm. And also in East LA, Mm -hmm. I have listings and flips and investors that buy very, very broken down properties and then rehabilitate them 100% ground up. Mm -hmm. And then we flip them for a profit. So uh, thankfully, I've really been able to be exposed to both avenues of real estate Mm -hmm. and get an understanding of both the high-end homes as well as the opposite Mm -hmm. because it's taken a uh, a turn right real estate has i mean i would say so yeah the tide has turned but Mm -hmm. it's cyclical so just about every 10 years you see it make its way back around Mm -hmm. and right now the prices are dropping it's no longer favoring the buyers or the sellers i'm sorry the way Mm -hmm. it was so now the buyers have more of an upper hand than they did Mm -hmm. before just Eight, nine months ago, I would say that it was definitely a seller's market in LA more so than anything else because with my investor, we were putting in hundreds of offers Mm -hmm. and just getting one or two bites. But the tide has turned, the arrows are facing south and prices are coming down. So if you're a buyer, it's a really good time to partake. Also close to the holidays, everything Mm -hmm. slows down a little bit because people are more preoccupied Mm -hmm. with family and buying presents and hosting and buying and selling is last thing on their minds. So while inventory is lower, prices are also going to be a little bit on Mm -hmm. the favorable side for the buyers. Now, I mean, is is, aren't I think I've read a few articles that millennials are staying at home. They're not moving out. Yeah, yeah, it's give and take. I mean, some are staying at home. I see some that are very hungry and ambitious Mm -hmm. and are going for it. And then others in South County that have their parents' funds and come with $200,000, (laughs) dollars down payments from million dollars. There's some trust fund babies out there that are able to definitely buy Mm -hmm. in the luxury real estate market. But overall, I think I'm I'm a millennial myself. So I think us millennials, um, we live in a different world. Mm -hmm. The baby boomer generation had the truest time of opportunity, in my opinion. It was the land of opportunity. And right now, it's just it's a little different. We don't quite have the same capability, not necessarily the same capabilities, but the same opportunities lined up. Mm -hmm. And I don't think homes wherever this expensive um i am i'm persian and in our culture mm-hmm. when it, the wife the mother of a child she brings the baby into the world it's um uncommon for the husband to gift something extravagant mm-hmm. to her uh, whether it's epic jewelry or a nice car or a home that's standard and our custom to do that so when my mother had me my father gifted her a beach house in dana point (laughs) (laughs) at that time is david taking notes on this (laughs) seriously (laughs) but at that time it was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and right now 29 years later now everyone knows how old i am (laughs) it's 1.2 million so you can see the difference in time affecting millennials versus baby boomers because that was them in their prime Mm -hmm. when they were buying gifts like that and then now I don't think that you know we're set up quite as well to buy each other gifts of that magnitude well at the risk of dating myself um all right right out of high school maybe maybe towards the end of my high school days I worked for a, a construction company okay and the thing was is I we were down in Coto Okay. Ranch Santa Margarita, Portola Hills. I mean, all I, I remember going into Coto and it was just like just a guard shack and, you know, a few homes and there was just a whole bunch of lots. And I remember I used to think, I think they were going for, you know, a couple hundred thousand. It wasn't insane. But for us at the time when it was like, no, homes are like 80, 90,000, you know, in, you know, North Orange County. And then to see these other homes for a couple hundred, I used to think, what a ripoff. <laughs> I, I, and they would even tell us because, you know, we, we were, we were, uh, electrical company we would bring in the electricity for the construction sites you know how they, they if you see the new construction they have the power lines the temporary power lines that's what we used to do so they had all these contracts with all these home builders and they were like oh no we'll finance you because you're with this company and i used to be like man and, and the thing is is today i should what what should people think about 
when they're buying a home? Should it be like, oh, I, you know, a couple years ago, that price was lower? Or should they be thinking, I could afford that payment. That's a house I want to live in. What should they be thinking about? Well, I guess it really depends on each personal's individual situation and what's Mm -hmm. going on in their lives. I mean, the very first step is to get pre-qualified with a lender if you're not Mm -hmm. an all-cash buyer. So regardless of if you want to buy it today or a week from now or a month from now or a year from now, if you're not 100% sure about your financial stability, Mm -hmm. you should go speak with a lender and see if there's something you can start today to be qualified a year from now, for example. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going to tell you your credit's not up to par and you need to do X, Y, and Z to get it there and it'll take six months to a year. So just knowledge is power. Being in the know is the most important Mm -hmm. thing. And, you know, if it depends on your priorities. If you're not eager to buy a home, maybe waiting towards the holidays is better for you because prices tend to come Mm -hmm. down a bit. But then on the same token, inventory is far less. So you won't really have the options that you would during Mm -hmm. the prime, which is spring and summer typically. So uh, yeah, it's it's to each individual, I would say. But first step is always to get pre-qualified and see where you're Mm -hmm. at. For a lot of people, sometimes from my conversations with friends, they'll be like, Oh, don't worry. It's going to, the bubble's going to burst again. And they're like waiting for this event to happen again so they could swoop up and they won't buy. They'll continue to rent. Is, is that like a hope that, or is that negative or is that just hope? What is that? I don't think, I, I'm pretty confident in humans that we learned our lesson after 2007 to mm. 2009's bubble burst. I don't think there's going to be a repeat of that. So mm. I wouldn't bank on it. Uh, did you see the big short? By yes, any chance? yes. Yeah. Yeah, so after going through something mm-hmm. like that and taking the hit the economy did after that bubble burst, mm-hmm. I would be very shocked if we didn't learn from history. <laughs> mm, yeah, humans. They're not very greedy We people. shouldn't repeat that history. <laughs> in theory. In theory. But uh, there's been countless regulations put into place after that mm-hmm. experience as well. I mean, you can't get a loan off stated income anymore. So that was the first step <laughs> to fixing that problem. Yeah, they, they all they all ran to the bank with everything. Right. And that's the uh, the thing. But so in South County, what, what kind of trends do you see happening down there? And we're talking about South Orange County folks. So just in case you're wondering, what what do you what, what kind of trends do you see as far as properties? Is it new development? Is it the older folks, you know, now wanting to go to, what is it, Laguna Woods or what's it called? You know about Laguna Woods? <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, I used is. to work down in, I'm from Orange County, and so I worked all over South County. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's a retirement community, Laguna Woods. <laughs> yeah, the prices are so reasonable, too, if, if you're in that community. So, yeah. Is it part it, of Leisure World? Yes, it is, yeah. It's, it's the, Laguna uh, Woods is Leisure World, practically. Is, is, is it the second phase, maybe? It's... Pretty much all of Laguna Woods yeah. is Leisure World. I would be shocked. It's if like Del Boca Vista from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so but if, is that who's selling their homes or is it redevelopment? What is it? No, you know, there are a lot of new constructions coming about. Toll mm. Brothers is a builder in Orange County. Well, they're all over, but yeah, they're coming up with some beautiful, mm. beautiful homes. And a lot of people do prefer the brand new turnkey developments, new constructions. Mm. So you see a lot of those in the communities mm. like Baker Ranch and Lake Forest sold out before it completed. So, yeah, a lot of people enjoy brand, brand new. Probably my generation. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants brand new. No, but, I thought it was a ripoff. I thought it was a ripoff. I was like, gosh, no. if you only knew then what you know now, you could have bought 20 of those. I've been a Warren Buffett-style like, millionaire. Well, man, no way, man. Yeah, then I would have had a 15-floor building, not the 13th floor. Exactly. <laughs> Marble everything. And you said you're Persian, I right? am, yeah. Um, you said they speak Farsi, right? I do, fluently, yeah. Um, what is... Uh, Goodbye. Is it? That was well said, by the way. Well, I know, I know Shalom means hello, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to Salam. I used to know some lady from, she, I don't know where she was from, but she spoke Farsi. Uh-huh. And she would always teach me little, I always wanted to learn like just the bad stuff to tell people. You know? I can teach you the bad stuff, but not right now. <laughs> I wanted I think to our know. listeners will appreciate yeah. the, the bad words. Well, you know, then you, but I, I, I love I went to a, a restaurant there. I don't know if it's still there. It was in Orange. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had uh, all like Babylonian s- stuff, like, like uh, what are they, steelies or whatever, all over the wall. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I wanted to like, I was fascinated. I, I always think if I ever travel the Middle, I want to go to the Middle East, but I want to go to like, you know, maybe I'll just grow my beard out because I'll probably think I'm... <laughs> I actually was profiled once by uh, Orange County Sheriff's Department. Oh my gosh! Um, 
at John Wayne Airport at the time. I had this beard <laughs> years ago before it was cool. And uh, I went there uh, in a state vehicle because of my job, whatever. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, it was like I parked at curbside and my God, you would think I was Osama Bin Laden himself or something, <laughs> you know, but um, it must have been a fun experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. So but. Uh, the culture is really, really fascinating. So, but what about the restaurant you were saying? You yeah, were talking about orange. The, yeah, the culture. I, uh, whatever the lady had taught me, I knew like maybe a couple phrases. Mm-hmm. So I sat there, and the guy's jaw just dropped, and he probably thought like my countryman. And I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I just love your language, and uh, oh, well, thanks. But it was like I remember saffron rice, and then I. Uh, something it looked like a meatloaf, but it wasn't a meatloaf. Oh, kubi Oh man, I was like. I told the guy, I says, look, man, I want the real deal. Right. When I walk out of here, I want to be like, no, man, I had the authentic food. So he came with like, it, it wasn't a tortilla. I don't know what it was, but there was. A, oh, Tadik, right? I it was, was like, the burnt yeah, on yeah. the bottom. It t- it's kind of like a yeah, tortilla, yeah, yeah. but it's a pita bread, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it tasted very like um, rustic. Like you can imagine some nomads cooking this food. It tasted almost like campfire. Oh, in yeah. a way, the real uh, stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. have you gone? Where, where, where exactly? Oh yeah, no, we frequent the Persian restaurants, and if you, it sounds yeah. like you really enjoy them, maybe you should move back to South County because <laughs> there are a lot of Persian restaurants <laughs> in that neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but but have you? What where, where, what part are your parents from? Or what country? Oh, from Iran. I was born from and Iran. raised here, but Tehran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 That that's. Uh, but I'm very blessed and fortunate to have been born and raised here. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm an American first and foremost, yeah. and I'm so grateful to be in this amazing country. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, I love my roots too, and our food first and foremost. Culturally, I mean, culturally, <laughs> it's just. I, I think certain cultures. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe people would argue the hamburger and the, the apple pie is you know to die for. Oh, but. it's pretty to die for. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass on that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's it's uh, been beneficial speaking Farsi and being Persian in South County as far as real estate goes too, because there are so many Persian people buying and selling homes. Mm. So I've definitely been blessed to have been put in school mm. at five years old to learn, because that's what my father did. He put us in um, Farsi school when we were kids. Oh wow! Yeah, and now that I have that second language, it's um it's truly shown. So that's what I would advise that to all parents that are multicultural families. Mm-hmm. Make sure the kids learn that second language. It's so, so beneficial mm-hmm. once they're adults and they're in their careers. Mm-hmm. And it expands your mind in general to yeah. have learned a second language. Yeah, because from reading in your bio, uh-huh. uh, you and your husband will be celebrating very shortly your first year anniversary. That's Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. He is my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> House, house, beach house. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't, don't forget. <laughs> okay, yeah, if you're not watching this, we're referencing him as he sits off set, just probably <laughs> shaking his head, going like, "I think I'll take that beer after all." <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, so you speak Farsi, obviously English. That's that's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Is that the only languages you speak? Yeah, I took French in high school, but mm-hmm. mm, yeah, Mon ami, I know that. There's that. Yeah, je m'appelle Rana. Um, I am. Oh, d- does does your name mean anything? In- oh, um, so my my father named me, mm-hmm. and the reason he named me Rana is because there was a childhood book that his mother used to mm-hmm. read to him, and in the book the princess's name was Rana, mm-hmm. and I guess he really loved this childhood story, and when my mother was pregnant with me, mm-hmm. said, "Can we name her Rana?" Mm-hmm. So I'm named after a princess and a childhood fairy tale book that my father loved as a kid. Okay. As far as meaning anything outside of that, I know in Spanish it means frog. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun in high school. So. I wasn't going to say that. But, <laughs> no, that's okay. I like it. I embraced it. I had a bunch of frog necklaces and bracelets. <laughs> ribbit. Ribbit, but, ribbit. Uh, <laughs> I, I do have some images I found that I'll share with the people. Oh, okay. So this first image here. Uh, tell tell me about this. This is a home in Koto, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful home in Koto, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, sold now, so unfortunately, it's unavailable. If you were looking to purchase mm-hmm. it, but but this when we when we talk South County, whether it's Koto, Dana Point, anywhere, are you are we looking at these types of homes that when you're you're on the market, 
or are we looking at like townhomes or what is it? Or what do you deal with specifically? Oh, it's a combination. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's townhomes, there's single family residences, which you see here, there's mansions, there's estates, there's a wide range of variety mm-hmm. that you could choose from. Of course, everything is higher priced in South mm-hmm. County, so you have to go into it expecting that. But yeah, we deal with uh, the wide range, so you don't turn anything down. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a community called Turtle Rock or something? There is in Irvine. Yeah, I, I thought that was a ripoff. I was just too. there yesterday. I thought it was a ripoff. Oh too. man, if you only knew that and what you know now. <laughs> I was like two hundred and fifty. You guys are crazy. They are definitely north of a million now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then you have this one. Oh yeah, this is my investor slip. I'm actually going to go visit this house are right you after I leave. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, then CPT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight out of Compton, which David was talking to me about earlier, and which I really liked because it was like you. Not only are you dealing with homes that are, you know, pretty affluent, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and then you got this home, which did you buy? Did you flip it? Did you remodel it? Tell me about this. All of the above. I personally didn't buy it or rehabilitate mm-hmm. it. My client mm-hmm. and my investor friend, <laughs> he did. So we bought it together um, about seven months ago mm-hmm. and he completely rehabilitated this house from ground up. Everything is brand new. The white quartz countertops, the laminate floors, the backsplash all of the self-closing cabinets, every single thing in this home is brand new. And it's a beautiful property. It's right by the Ram Stadium, well, Mm -hmm. the one that they're currently building, Mm -hmm. and the Blue Line, the Metro Mm -hmm. Blue Line, which is going to connect to LAX as well as Crenshaw, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it's in a very favorable location. And yeah, I love this house. I can't wait for somebody to enjoy their lives in it and build their family in it. And so, because this community probably isn't the Coto de Casa I know, it's, it's not the same thing. But that's what... I love about real estate, you know, you get a huge variety of different homes, different communities, different people culturally and, you know, affluently. Everything is different as far as the people you meet and Mm -hmm. your clients and the communities you infiltrate to sell Mm -hmm. and buy in. And I want the wide range. I want to meet all the different people from all the different backgrounds with all the different stories. I don't want to just stick to the affluence and the prestigious neighborhoods Mm -hmm. because on some level, sometimes you get a little bit jaded. So when you get to come out and see things Mm -hmm. like this and be a part of these kind of projects and Mm -hmm. reconstructions, you see everything that's out there instead of just having tunnel vision in one realm. Mm-hmm. So. That you only want to deal with just this. You're keeping your 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 you know the spectrum open as far as you know whether it's in Compton or in Coto or Dana Points. I think I even saw you had properties. Yeah. Or that you're that you're uh, on your listing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the terminology, so you can correct me because I don't want to be. No, like, you got oh, it. He screwed you nailed up. It. That's it. You know, I'm walking off. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Okay. No, She's <laughs> like he said. No, so there's that one, and and you oh, don't you don't turn business down. As yeah. a, there's no reason to be, um, I guess, quote unquote, stuck up as a realtor. Mm-hmm. You want to learn, right? So go through all of the experiences. Mm-hmm. If it's in Compton and it's a flip, at least you went through the experience and you mm-hmm. learned what it takes to flip a home. And if you have a client mm-hmm. show up at your door a week from now and wants to flip a home, you can speak intelligently and you know what you're talking yeah. about. You know the ins and outs and the steps necessary to make it a success. Because you have a you have a bigger range at that point. Exactly. And Knowledge would, is power. It's my favorite. You, you're you're like a uh, on your on your social media. I mean, how many followers do you have on Instagram alone? Uh, Twenty one point one thousand. I was like, man, I was like, this. You got your stuff together. Thank you. Thank and you. but I think it's because of not only the homes, but then also one thing I enjoyed was this. Yeah, I do love those too. Those are my favorite to post about. Yeah, I mean, here you are with two of your clients, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. I'm not going to read it all, but uh, from what I can gather, and they bought their home. Yeah. And you, you're, you're sharing that moment with them, which I thought was cool because it's not just like, cool, I made my commission or whatever. You know, here's the keys. Yeah. A box of, and, you know, chocolates. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're oh, actually enjoying them. Oh, I give more them. than chocolates. Okay. I give them legit closing gifts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, the, this is the coolest part of the in, entire process. This is literally the what you work for mm-hmm. this moment mm-hmm. it's so beautiful when you hand over keys sometimes it's emotional and honestly it's a really heavy moment between how, whoever's there usually it's just the three of us it's me and then the two people or mm-hmm. the kids whatever family is moving into the home mm-hmm. and they're they're so happy at this state because negotiations are over and you know i take the stress mm-hmm. off their shoulders when it comes to negotiations and just the entire transaction as a whole i make sure that my clients are never stressed out and nothing ever lands on their shoulders i i take everything mm-hmm. on but after that 30-day escrow is completed and they're moving in and i'm handing them the keys 
every everything's under the rug. Any stresses of negotiations, mm-hmm. any hiccups with escrow, anything at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just this beautifully happy moment of we're going to start our lives in this home now. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, mm-hmm. Rana. Real Estate by Rana. Thank you so much. Dot <laughs> com. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. moment. Your commission's not on your mind. Nothing's on your mind. The H-E-L-L you went through. Mm-hmm to get them this house that's not on your mind it's just seeing the smile on their face hugging them handing them the key opening the door that's that's it right there so can you tell me some horror stories i mean we can uh, there's you, always horror stories you can uh, just when are there not, not the name the guilty parties but you can uh, i'd like to know because you know like you watch shows i watch you know some of these real estate shows and i really think they're poorly shot poorly filmed poorly directed and i always think you know it's just like <laughs> my god this is such awful tv <laughs> Like, I can't believe Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. I can't believe they paid for this. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you want to see uh, every now and then. Tell me what you really think about. Yeah, <laughs> you, well, let me tell you. Well, this, this other show in particular. Um, but anyways, I can't believe his mother gave birth to him. But anyways. Um, <laughs> I feel like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so did you have, because I, I they, they dramatize it, obviously. You could tell it's yeah, scripted. It's it like, hey, Charlie, did you know the counter was blah 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 and the contract was like blah 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 and it's just like oh god so cheesy right so but tell me i mean what what have you encountered uh, a hell story a gross story because I'm, I'm assuming some of these properties you know are either abandoned and run down or maybe they're really affluent and you know they had that you know handcuffs and chains in their closet and god knows you know what else they're doing with people, but the red rooms. Um, in some <laughs> not the, panic rooms, but there are panic rooms. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw one of the videos where I showed a panic room, no. but in some of the more affluent, prestigious homes in Kodo, uh-huh. there are panic rooms. That was a fun, shocking discovery. One time, I went into one of the bedrooms upstairs, <laughs> and in the closet, there was, you know, obviously a secret passage like a secret door and that was really something i'm like is this going to lead into you know the world of harry potter or is this the third dimension what will this take me to so then i popped the latch and opened the door and it was a full-blown panic room which if people don't know what that is it's um, a place where very prestigious affluent well-off people would hide if robbers or burglars ever were to enter the home although kodo is a gated community so i'd be shocked if anybody could infiltrate you know, and hurt people, but it never, it's never hurts to be cautious and be safe. So Mm -hmm. that was, that was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't use it as a panic room, I can only imagine all of the different reasons. Timeout. You could use that room, a timeout room. Hide from people. Hide from your family. (laughs) Yeah. You set up like a cot and make it your reading room. I don't know. My, my (laughs) mind started to, to my flow. And, uh, other than that, I would say one of the, more interesting experiences uh, was a home that I sold in Lake Forest. Mm-hmm. So that was in South County. Mm-hmm. And uh, when a seller leaves a home, they need to take everything out. None mm-hmm. of their junk can be left behind or treasures, mm-hmm. either one. People tend to leave their junk behind before their treasures, though. Mm-hmm. So on the day she left, and I was representing the buyer, and the buyer and I showed up for that beautiful moment where I hand her the keys and it's, you know, that heavy, Mm -hmm. sentimental moment we walk in and she had left a lot of her junk at the house like a lot so that was difficult like junk would you i want to i want to imagine this because i mean obviously these people are not uh you know welfare recipients you know food stamp people right no no, not at all what the the hell what the hell so um i won't disclose any names or anything but she had a you just give us the address i'll I'll give you yeah there you go there you go (laughs) but tell me what like what what did you find (laughs) well um well she had cats like a lot of cats Uh and she had created a coffin like litter box in the garage oh my god and we had specifically wrote into the contact into the contract to remove said <laughs> coffin like litter box and that was not removed and it was i'm i'm not doing it justice because i don't want to give too much <laughs> so but it was really bad so she wasn't like she was the cat lady she was and then there was um a feces in the in the backyard from the dog and lots of lawn chairs left and dishes in the wow. sink and that was that was an interesting experience but you know in her defense she was in a hurry and she needed to get to the next place she was going mm-hmm. just to be nice so. the asylum. 
the asylum, I assume. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, there's there's plenty of instances. You know, I've dealt with uh, homes that the sellers were hoarders, and that was in that was a eye opening mm-hmm. moment. So you learn a lot. You you learn a lot about life and people and mentalities. It's like a disease because I know that even. Hoarding has become something that's like kind There's of like a show. Yeah, oh yeah, hoarders. hoarders. I haven't watched it, but I, I know that it's becoming more like a, I think kind of like an epidemic amongst people. Like you never, you never really knew, you know. You're just like, okay, I know that guy doesn't shower, you know, yeah. like regularly. So you know, it's kind of weird. He's always wearing the same clothes, but you couldn't imagine. And now they're showing it mm-hmm. these homes where you can barely walk through or. There's like dead yeah. cats that nobody knew about. Yeah, exactly. All of the above. Well, not the dead cat part. Yeah. But yeah, there there was a home I could barely cat walk Cat lady through. had all, all live cats? But they were live, thankfully, because <laughs> I love animals. Yeah, so See, that, that's the sad part about it, you know. And <laughs> The animals the, suffer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's the, true. If the person wants to. I have a friend um, who actually goes through the rehabilitation process. He's an investor. He's also a client. And he... Uh, shows everything he's doing on Snapchat and on Instagram and utilizes social media at its finest as a tool. And he recently ended up putting on his Instagram story, a home that had over a million dead bees in it. So the parents or I'm sorry, not the parents, the people who live there, they vacated and they had left food and sweets out on the, in the kitchen, out on the Uh um, tables. Mm -hmm. And like, seriously, like North of a million bees ended up, coming into the home creating nest it was over the course of six months oh my god because the home was abandoned and now they're coming in to get it rehabilitate remodel it and then sell it but what they had to do is set off a bomb a bee bomb mm-hmm. insect bomb and for them all to die because they literally own the house the bees and they did they did die and it was just that's the crazy. video it was insane the video footage i wish i could show you right now because so, so as people lose their homes in some cases, right? Some mm-hmm. people are still getting homes repossessed, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, um, it happens all the time. Th- usually, they just like trash or they take a lot or what, what do you... It's specific to each individual case. I mean, some people like do... all the f- copper plumbing's gone. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have seen some stuff. There was another experience where tenants mm-hmm. were upset with a landlord and they were asked to evict because... They had defaulted on their payments. And before they left, they did make sure to show the landlord how upset they were via damaging the house. Oh, wow. And that was really sad. So they had like clogged up the sinks and let the water run. And yeah, people can be. Yeah, I've heard some crazy know, ones. Mean. Like people pour concrete down the drain and, yeah. you know, screw up all that. I'd like to think that there's more good than there is bad in the oh, world. Wow. So hopefully that's not too common and other realtors haven't seen as much. I haven't seen too much yeah. to be fair, but I am racking my brain right now for all of those experiences since you oh. asked for them. Don't worry later when you leave here, you'll be like, Oh man, I should have shared this. I, I know, should. but isn't that how it always yeah. is? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but cause basically when people come to you, they're trying to fulfill some sort of dream. Cause I mean, this is, we're not oh, yeah. talking, this isn't like chump change. You know what I mean? I Even, make dreams come true. You're the dream maker. <laughs> dream maker rana uh no but i mean people are right i mean they're they're it's an investment because not because they're going to flip it but because it's a lot of money i mean like you were saying earlier for a person in their lifetime especially if they're older to pay off the home in their lifetime is really not a reality anymore oh yeah it's the biggest investment you'll ever make in your entire life which is like you were saying earlier the stress so people probably uh well i'm here to take the stress off your shoulders mm-hmm. that is a huge part of my job so you so when people they're freaking out or we why we drove by the house and we saw this or uh you're gonna reply right you're not gonna you know leave them hanging and leave them like no fr- you're yeah, gonna of course customer service in other words always yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's the key mm-hmm. having my client's best interest at heart mm-hmm. is what i pride myself on mm-hmm. as a professional mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so what is the largest value-wise home you've sold, if you don't mind sharing? Well, in the, in the millions, as you can see via well, I Instagram. I just want to know specific. <laughs> I'm sure you know the number. I don't want to get all braggy or anything. No, but no, just give people a, it'll give people a sense of, 
you know what what homes go for because i mean here's this home and they have to follow me on real estate by ronald oh, <laughs> just, i'm just kidding and gentleman's avenue david she's not working out right too much <laughs> Now, apparently, there's exclusive information that can only be found on our website. No, I'm, t- I'm totally kidding. I'm like, forget it. No, <laughs> You're okay. going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, you've sold homes in the millions. And homes in far less as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wide range. And the hundreds of thousands still. Sure. Yeah. Because homes nowadays, I mean. You can find stuff under $100,000. I just stumbled upon one for 89000 but it was very small. 500 square feet in Rancho Cucamonga. And it was the plot of land that but my client even, wanted. That's, I don't even know if that's even considered California or Southern California anymore, really. To Rancho Cucamonga? Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. No, Is that it. Riverside or San Bernardino County? I believe it's Riverside County. Okay. Yeah. Well, but my investor well, bought it in order to just, he wanted the plot of land because it was, I believe it was 5,000 square foot lot with a mm. 500 square foot Shack is the only word that comes to mind. <laughs> and it was $89,000, uh-huh. but essentially you're just paying $89,000 for the plot of land for the 5,000 square foot mm. plot. So he just took down the house and rebuilt so, something much more extravagant and turned a huge profit. What, what do you think about those shows? Do, do you know anybody who does those real estate shows or what do you think about those? Well, yeah, I mean, they have one in South County right now called Open House. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the realtors on the OC Housewives show are mm-hmm. are hosting that show now open house mm-hmm. i have yet to see it because i don't have time for tv mm-hmm. unfortunately i'm so busy all the time but uh but yeah i'm sure it's a, a decent show i have no doubt that there's scripted drama for our mm-hmm. viewing pleasure but mm-hmm. other than that i'll probably get the gist of mm-hmm. south county real estate across mm-hmm. see i think they all suck tell you the truth <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe I'll do my own show. How about that? Maybe, okay. maybe huh, David, what do you think about that? Do my own show. You guys Real, could team up. I'll, I'll do, yeah. You know, I, I think there, there's people in this world, which you know, mm-hmm. that throw a lot of money at something to try to make something happen versus like the people that can just make stuff happen. You know what I mean? And and I think that when I see these, and I, and I know I'm harping on these people, <laughs> these celebrities or quasi-celebrities, or God knows what we're calling Quasi-celebrities. Uh, <laughs> the Diet Coke of celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> the Shasta. <laughs> the one that just says uh, soda, cola. Uh, but that that's interesting, though, because that just goes to show how much real estate has changed. True. It's actually even become entertainment. True. It's a fun, fun industry. I don't see why it wouldn't entertain people. Mm-hmm. The gist of real estate is building real relationships, Mm -hmm. I would say. Building true and real, genuine relationships where people trust you. Mm -hmm. So your reputation is key. Be trustworthy, Mm -hmm. have integrity, and be good to people. That's really the most important part of it, the bread and butter of it. Well, like like that home that was rehabbed, is that what you guys call it? Rehab? Yeah. So it's probably the original owners are obviously probably already gone or was it already turned hands once. From being when it was brand new or twice, maybe, you know what I mean? As far as from when it was originally built. Mm -hmm. And so there's now there's probably a whole lot of properties and hitting the market that either, you know, the kids are selling or the the owners have died or whatever, or people are flipping versus is there still a lot of homes being built? Yeah, there's definitely still a lot of homes being built. It does seem like we're running out of land, doesn't it? Because you Mm. see so many homes popping up everywhere. Mm. Some cities still value the nature very much, like Rancho Santa Margarita. Mm -hmm. I know you've been there, so you Mm -hmm. know this, but there are hills and trails, and they've really respected nature in that city, and I love that so much. So you don't see as many new developments popping up over there, Mm -hmm. but you do see a lot more mountain bikers and hikers Mm -hmm. going to that city and enjoying it. It's it's beautiful. But, you know, not every city puts that kind of importance on nature Mm -hmm. and maintaining the the beauty of it. So yeah, there's plenty of new developments mm-hmm. popping up all over Irvine, Lake Forest, mm-hmm. Portola Hills, everywhere. Yeah. Now was Irvine bringing that you brought that up? Was that the first planned community in Orange County? Like actually plan planned? I know they always referred to it as like a. I don't know community. if it was the first to be completely mm-hmm. honest with you. I know it's uh, uh, one of the ones that mm-hmm. people gravitate towards the most, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if it was one of the first. I'll Google that and get back yeah. to you. Okay. <laughs> Also, with the value of the home that you sold the most, I'm now I'm intrigued. No, oh, <laughs> yeah. <kidding. laughs> um, 
So real estate, uh, dealing with people. I would say that the most expensive home is right now currently in the works that I've sold. So Uh I can't disclose too much information about it. But it will be sold. I know that. Yeah, no, it will be. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, you're dealing with not only the people, but then the sellers. So the sellers, typically they, do they have agents that you're now, so it's like between two agents or are you working directly with the... Yes, individual. it's like throwing two agents into a, into the ring. <laughs> Is it really like that? <laughs> no, actually. I'm like, hell, I want to film that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually really enjoyed every realtor I've worked mm-hmm. with. Honestly, truthfully, I think every, every realtor out there is in it for the same thing. They just want to make this a mm-hmm. smooth, easy transaction mm-hmm. from A to Z. And everyone wants to avoid conflict and confrontation as much as they can, even though sometimes emotions run high in negotiation mm-hmm. and Emotions tend to run high, Mm -hmm. especially if it's first-time buyers, first-time sellers. And you just have to stay calm and explain things to Mm -hmm. them very thoroughly. Being being communicative is the most important thing, I think, just communication Mm -hmm. in general with any relationship, Mm -hmm. whether love, friendship, family, or professional is the most important Mm -hmm. thing. So I just always stay calm. I remind myself that on the grander scheme of life, these problems aren't aren't very big. Mm -hmm. So if, if something goes wrong, I always think, this is not that big of a deal. We can fix this. We can move on. And See, I that, say that to me. Your temperament's very calm, though. I would have been like, Thank man, you know, you yeah. mother, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you I know, I would have like, you know what I mean? Told calm, them cool, and collected. <laughs> <laughs> David's like, you don't know. <laughs> Poor David. He's offset right now. Just going like, what the hell, it's man? True, Why guys. do you keep referring to me? <laughs> Leave me out of this. <laughs> I got a long drive home. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know what I mean? Just to deal with somebody because you're probably looking at them going like, you greedy mother effer. Like, you're just trying to hold out. Yeah. Or you, you probably got like other offers and you're just trying to squeeze my client because whatever. Yeah. It, yeah it's, all of the above. Yeah, that's... And cash buys, uh, which you brought up earlier. Is that a thing now? Because I don't ever remember people doing that, like actually going and paying cash for a home. But I hear about that more and more now. Yeah. All of my how investors the are, they doing it? are cash buyers. I mean, are they like Escobar's kids or something? Or what, what's going on here? Yeah, Pablo no, his, Escobar, of course. Pablo, of course. <laughs> I'm just, you, you watch Narcos, I mean. as do I. Um, yeah, Pablo Escobar's son is cool. He did buy that one house. No, I'm totally joking. <laughs> no, it's no... Um, the Bin Ladens were fine. They were good, too. No, I'm totally joking. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, so far... Uh, yeah. None of the above people have approached me for business. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, that's a good thing. Then. But yeah, it's just I think people who've saved or it's family money or, or they have very successful mm. businesses and well, all of the above mm. actually for my for my mm. clients, successful CEOs, a lot of people with family money and mm. those who have saved because this is their dream and that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And on every flip, they make money. So let it ride. In other words, on to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. It's a gamble. Right? You have to spend money to make money. It's a gamble, but if you're watching the market and you're running the comps accurately, I mean, it's calculated mm. at that point. There's a formula you can follow. Mm. But at, yeah, on some level, it is always a gamble, as mm. with stocks, as with any investment, really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, that's a chunk of change, and then it's a chunk there, of change, there, there's so much. Sure. Yeah. So much people. See, that's the thing is, it's not like. Well, I don't know. I don't know if the person flipping the house is the one who's actually doing all the work. Because then you got to rely on a whole some, bunch of people. Some are. Some I have an investor, who, the one that we just pulled up, the mm-hmm. three thirty one eleven plus sixty nine three. Yeah, he mm-hmm. put in all of the work himself. He had a team, with, of course. There you was still got to deal with inspectors. No, there's and, a lot. In LA County, permits, yeah, I mean, yeah, LA County has its own report. You <sighs> have to, yeah, they move like at a you know snail's pace. Some of them, like yeah. glacier pace, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah, but I've, I've, a friend of mine, Jay Green. He does a lot of what we're talking about as far as buying homes, all that stuff, dealing with investors. And, you know, I hear some crazy stuff of what's going on out there of the, you know, the because the, some of these homes, you know, like maybe they were abandoned or maybe they're people that just whatever are because that what is that? The reverse mortgage thing, too. Right. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, people are getting uh, the baby boomers now or. You know, wanting to move on to whatever drier climates or whatever mm-hmm. uh, for arthritis sakes or whatever. Um, and I mean, how much of that do you find when you is it, is it people moving on or is it just people cashing in? Well, 
And it's really specific to each situation. Believe it or not, not one client has reminded me of another and not one transaction oh. has been the same as the other. It's They're like snowflakes. Literally everything <laughs> is different. You call them snowflakes? I am going to start now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're so delicate. Yeah, it, it is delicate. You have yeah. to baby each one and each one is quite different from the other. And <laughs> mm-hmm. every problem you face is going to be different than the other. Some things will pop up that you never, ever thought would mm. ever be a problem, but you just put it into perspective. You know, like, is this really, is this really a problem? Like, we don't need to cry over this. We can just move on. So we can fix this, you know? And then don't cry over spilt milk. That's yeah. a really big one, too. If there, if you can't change it, you have to let it go and you have to move on. But um, you have a lot of people skills. I can, I can oh, already, thanks. like, it, it's like, yeah, you're like the. Uh, I'm super extroverted and talkative. No, you're the snowflake whisperer. <gasps> I like you're that. You're like stay calm like i'm sure like people probably want to hyperventilate or go on anxiety attack and you just like like talk them down i do you know what i mean yeah I do. get off the ledge man get off the ledge but i only speak them. truth so yeah 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 well that's important because in yeah. real estate i mean like you were saying this is a lot of money and people are can either go down a road and find this person totally doesn't didn't really have anything working for them right they're trusting that you're gonna do your job yeah do you know how bad I would feel if I didn't deliver on yeah. doing an epic job? And <laughs> epic. Uh, that's a good word. Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. favorite of mine. Stuff Monumental. Like epic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm learning so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, You'll see all my hashtags change after this. Totally. Snowflake whisper, <laughs> epic everything. <laughs> Beach out soon. There you go. <laughs> um, so, but how long have you been doing this? Uh, almost, it's three years, almost four, going on the fourth year. So in three years, you've become, I mean, it's, it's you, you, I, I would say top of the food chain as far as from what I could tell from the oh, way you, you, the way you talk about the industry, the way you talk about, do you call them clients? What do you call them? They're right. clients. A lot of them turn into friends, to be completely uh-huh. honest with you. Oh, and then as far as that reverse mortgage we were just talking about, I have had clients where their parents will do that in order to provide them with a hefty down payment so that they can get the home of their dreams. So there's a lot of different reasons for reverse mortgage, whether you want just the cash for uh-huh. something else or you're trying to help or, or refinancing is what I meant. I'm sorry. But yeah, a lot of parents are helping out. See, I'm kids. against that. See, I'm I'm against. I'm I'm like, no, damn it! You work you your freaking yeah. ass off, and, and you maybe do you don't a favor when yeah, you do that. Don't don't buy the couple hundred dollars shoes. How about that? How about that, Sherlock? You know what I mean? Exactly. Or you don't need to go to Cancun every three times a year. How about that? Who do you, you know? know going to Cancun three times? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm go to Cancun three times. Staying in your childhood bedroom is not cool. You know? Uh, no. It's I mean, not. the bunk bed. Yeah, maybe you could build a fort, but you know, otherwise than that, you know, <laughs> the race car bed. But it's it's. I don't know. There was a movie. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was like Failure to Launch or something. Oh, I know that movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so are your clients? Oh, and he still yeah. he lived at home until yeah. his yeah okay good reference yeah. But <laughs> it, it, are the clients? Do you see? Do you see the 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 potential clients or clients? Are they younger or are they middle aged or? It's it's a wide range, honestly. Younger, middle aged. The sellers are usually older. Yeah. Buyers are typically younger, but there is a wide range. You know, it's very impressive though when you can see someone single coming in and purchasing just for yeah. themselves. I recently had a client turned friend who she is a, a single woman who works okay. very hard and What's she her bought, name? Tell me. No, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm joking. She's, she's a great woman. And uh, <laughs> she, yeah, she sets the bar as an mm-hmm. independent, strong, very hardworking mm-hmm. woman. And she bought her own home all by herself. So you see married couples, you see couples with kids, you see grandparents, mm-hmm. there's just everyone and anyone is the client technically. So what is the absolute joy for you in real estate? Without a doubt, the the day they move in and I hand them the keys, yeah. as we were talking about previously. Without yeah. that's that's everything. I can't even describe the feeling, honestly, when you yeah. see them have that smile on their faces and hug you and thank you so genuinely. Yeah. Sometimes they cry and then I can't help it. Some tears will fall from my eyes too. Oh and my god. It's really heavy. It's I can't even put it into words, but it's the best, best part. It makes it all <laughs> wow. makes it all very worth that, it. That that right there, that was it's not like we're curing cancer or anything like that, but you feel very rewarded. Do you tell them to name their children after you? Always. Like seriously. Firstborn. Like, what do if, you mean? If, if, if I was filming Froggy. that. In, 
<laughs> like if I was filming that and that little tear was coming down, I would set the camera on super slow so I could just watch that I tear and just like that bottom lip quiver a little. Oh my God. Like just totally just rolling down your cheek. I'll bring you next time. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, come on, Netflix, get, come on. Yeah, get, they should class, focus you know? on that part. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's too deep for some people and they don't want yeah. it broadcasted. Some like little, you know, Macy's piano music in the background playing as a Why camera. can't it be Nordstrom's piano music? Okay. Man, no, just... <laughs> I play the piano too, so I'll play Do you it. really? I do, yeah. Ever well, since I was five. So Okay, so ever since you were five. What, who, uh, what style or what's your favorite? Classical. Mm-hmm. Chopin, Rachmaninoff, I love Chopin. Bach, mm-hmm. Beethoven is my number one. Whenever I'm at a house, one of the more affluent, prestigious ones in Kodo, they mm-hmm. typically will have like decorative pianos. Mm-hmm. I just play piano the entire time I'm there. <laughs> I do. This is a true statement. <laughs> and then the the when the visitors come in to check out the house, I'm just there playing and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm the, I would I'm put the like entertainment. A tip jar right there, my business cards. And- That's what I'm gonna do now. <laughs> <laughs> play some like really like some you know like Chopin has that really melodramatic like almost dark music yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it's beautiful yeah you could see you know maybe yeah yeah sit there and drink yourself silly listening to Chopin yeah I know it's real people I, but, I play the pianos and I play pool if there's a pool too do you really yeah wow I make it fun you know you see all the see all the capabilities of this amazing home <laughs> <laughs> play pool <laughs> Drink a beer. Wow, just get like the, <laughs> the hustle going, <laughs> man. Um, so, but what did you do before real estate? I know we're going backwards. Actually, oh, this okay. interview is like going backwards. We're like sure, from whatever. we should have started. But anyways, because I have no notes. These are actually notes from like no, I like episode it's very 21. organic. You know? Episode twenty one. <laughs> episode twenty one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Blackjack's number right there. So right. twenty one. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, winner, no, this winner, is episode 25. Dinner. These notes are from oh, 21. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, These are sorry. old notes. I just put the date in the episode right here. That's okay. And then Rana, because I crossed out the D because you told me to. So, um, like Donna, but with an R. Yeah, what did you do before real estate? Um, okay, so I'll tell you all about that. I uh, got my MBA, so mm-hmm. I have my master's in business and administration with an emphasis in international affairs. That was mm-hmm. like the first step in my professional career mm-hmm. to get my education. And then from there, I worked for an in-flight entertainment company. I've always worked with clients. So Mm -hmm. for the last 10 years now, I've been working for clients. Oh, wait. I was a... um also a PR representative for mm-hmm. the Registrar Voters of County of Riverside, where I'd go give seminars and presentations to locals about the importance of voting mm-hmm. and the fact that we live in a country where we have the luxury to choose our own leaders. Because every vote does count. It does, of course. Uh, so not the popular vote, but, you know. Electoral versus popular. That's a different, that's <sighs> Man, a different topic. I think I need a beer. No, <laughs> okay, have, so there's go some on. of there. Yeah. Do you want me to ask my husband no, to get you fine, one? No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to turn to a lush right now <laughs> talking about voting politics anyway so okay so you were you were working for that and i would go to like the senior classes of a lot of high schools and Mm -hmm. speak to the students about getting started on the right foot of turning 18 and choosing your leaders etc so i got a lot of experience with speaking to people and being in front of people giving seminars giving presentations and then from there i went to an in-flight entertainment company where the clients that was a client service manager so the clients were the first priority but we were the middleman between the different international airlines so my international emphasis of my mba came into handy so different like uh, i don't want to name the actual airlines but like italian airlines hawaiian airlines mm-hmm. japanese airlines mongolian etc they were our clients and then we were the clients of hollywood so um abc disney fox universal mm-hmm. paramount and we would sell the rights to the movies and the tv shows so they could air them on the planes okay okay and that was a really amazing job and one thing i I learned so much from this job was the different cultural backgrounds and religious backgrounds and the importance of reflecting that in the films so a lot of the times if it was a more muslim-based country we had to i had to also watch the films and then have them edited according to the cultural and religious beliefs of each individual mm-hmm. country and you know of course n- no embrace between a man and a woman is suitable mm. for a muslim country's um, viewing pleasure wow. in a movie. so yeah that was that, i learned a lot in that regard mm. and i enjoyed it i was very young so mm. I was fresh out of college and then from there i went to a computer science firm in irvine and i was a technical account manager so again client-based client-oriented mm-hmm. that's where i get all my great experience taking care of my clients and keeping their best interests at heart and uh yeah the product that we Gave electronically and technologically to our clients. It was Mattel, Whirlpool, Blendtec, like, uh, huge clients. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing experience, too. So I would 
vet the different technical problems that might come about in the product mm-hmm. that we offered or any of the potential technical upgrades that a client would explain they wanted. Mm-hmm. I'd vet it, uh, determine which of the web developers on my team can handle mm-hmm. it, and then I would delegate it to them because I myself am not a web developer, so mm-hmm. I can't write code. I did learn a little of deciphering, but mm-hmm. I don't have a computer science degree or anything. So it was an amazing job. Yeah, that also expanded my brain mm-hmm. quite a bit to comprehend those kind of things, those technical code problems mm-hmm. and upgrades. So that was uh, another thing that definitely aided in my success as a realtor, mm-hmm. just learning how to talk to clients um, on a far more difficult level. Yeah. Talking tech is pretty hard. Well, you probably, probably the uh, dealing with high school students doing presentations, dealing with children. Probably helps. Yeah. So I did get a very, a, a wide range mm-hmm. of experience dealing with a lot of 18 year olds and, and teaching them the importance of voting and then dealing with the international airlines and different cultures and backgrounds and how to speak to them properly. And as far as their, mannerisms go and learning how to adapt to their way of business like Mm -hmm. for example in japan when you hand a business card you Mm -hmm. need to put both fingers on the corner and then do a slight bow as you Mm -hmm. go forth so these little details have been instrumental in my success i would say they're Mm -hmm. just it's it's experiences i could never duplicate you know Mm -hmm. i'm i'm very blessed and grateful i did my study abroad in japan and china too so i learned yeah and then i i traveled as much as i could because I was, I was just so into it, you know. So did you? Do you know Japanese? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know one phrase that I retained. I was nineteen then. So, uh, sorry if I butchered that. To all my Japanese-speaking <laughs> listeners, it's can is. I have another drink, please? <laughs> oh, that's important. <laughs> I feel like that was the that, most important thing. That's to a, you know what? I, I felt bad because he brought me a, a thing of sake, and it was like in this really special little packaging, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I had my translator here, and I didn't bother to ask like, is this what's the temperature i know that there's some that are cold right uh it, or i think hot and so uh-huh. I, I didn't know I, I was like oh my god i don't know how to drink it so i'm like i don't even know if i'm gonna drink it did you drink it no because i don't know because i know that there's certain qualities that are different whatever so you didn't drink it no he was just here thursday he laughed. i'm not that bad of an alcoholic people um just i drink every day but anyways the bottle's my only friend but um no i've uh I think I've learned a lot. And I think for people out there thinking about, like you said, making the biggest you know, purchase of their lifetime, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the first of many to come later, uh, that they find first and foremost uh, an agent. Do you like calling yourself an agent? Or, I mean, is I there mean some- that's what I am. A realtor is. A realtor. A realtor. <laughs> okay. A real, real for. But I am an agent. Yeah. yeah. A realtor, I'm an agent. To find somebody yeah. that. They can trust that they know has the customer service skills, the friendliness, the authenticity. Right. Uh, because there's obviously probably a whole bunch of, of uh, you know, people that are unscrupulous. I guess you yeah. know, I want to call them something else. Word. I don't. I, well, I was going to say douchebags, but <laughs> <laughs> that probably, you know, not that they're on Netflix or anything. But um, no, that they just be careful because it's if not, they can find their dreams turning into a nightmare, right? Yeah, absolutely. You have to have somebody you trust mm-hmm. that you know will treat you right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your yeah. heart gets involved, though. I mean, as far as I go, my heart gets involved. Yeah. You hear their story. You see their children. If they if mm-hmm. they have children, mm-hmm. you truly want to help. You don't want to let people down because it stings. Yeah. 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 They don't want to end up, you know, six months down the line and. You know, still in some little crappy apartment somewhere because they're waiting to get their dream home or invest or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, it's the business of, of helping, mm-hmm. for sure. Making dreams come true, you so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dream maker. Well, is there, oh, where can they find you? Where can they find I, uh, On social media. <laughs> uh, Real Estate by Rana mm-hmm. is my username, so mm-hmm. at Real Estate by Rana. Also, my uh Email. So realestatebyrona at gmail.com is my email if you want to reach out. And uh, my website is also realestatebyrona.com. And Facebook business page is realestatebyrona. Oh my gosh, if I went through the list. All of them are at (laughs) real estate. Twitter, they're all real estate by Rana. I also um, have it as a fictitious business name. I went to the county clerk and and did all of my due diligence to make sure that that name is officially mine trademarked and copyrighted as mine so yeah. rana zand owns real estate put the little tm next to it i good. put the little tm next did you really yeah yeah no not all the time 
Yeah, yeah. As long <laughs> as you did it once, people can always say you had the intent. Yeah, and I had it published and everything. So mm-hmm. I thankfully own my brand, which is, is really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's across the board. So Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Vimeo, WordPress. If I forgot any, my husband will let me know. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, they, that, that's where you guys can find her. Have you had a good time? Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. I I just wanted to be able to, you know, show people, you know, like I said, whether they've bought a home or they're interested, that they can just see, you know, what, uh, you know, somebody who I I can look at, uh, obviously, on social media and go, you know what, you're, it looks like you're doing things the right way. Uh, and that's As are you, by brought the way. you. No, I'm, I'm all messed up. I'm no, just no. kidding. Let me tell you, David, but, give me a beer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but thank you so much for uh, having me. I did have a great time. Yeah, 13th yeah. floor is beautiful. Yeah, man, it's the elevator to from long, here. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm really grateful yeah, to be here. I'm thank you. No, thank thank it, you for coming. I appreciate it. You yeah. know, it's it's uh, it's one of those things getting to learn about people and what they do. Uh, and it's always things that I find interesting because. You know, the staff, all the staff that's over there behind Offset, I just tell them, you guys have no say. I'm, this is a dictatorship here. And so basically, and so anyways, it's what I find to be interesting uh, for people out there, you know, because whether they're at, they're going to be at work listening to the podcast or watching it or at home or in the car, you know, that they get to learn about other things out there that people are doing. Because when I look at it now, learning about your life, I'm thinking like you took a lot of risk in your own life and you were constantly, looks like evolving you know, and who knows what, you know, the next few years of your life will be. But it looks like you're you're taking that chance. And a lot of people, sometimes they don't. They're just like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this for 25 years and there's a healthy pension or maybe not or whatever. You know, but it, I think that is admirable that you're going like trying to find your way in life. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you have to be a risk taker. The risk to reward. I- I believe it was, I'm not sure if it was Warren Buffett who said it, but somebody said being realistic is the number one path to mediocrity. Mm. So I try to keep that in mind. I'm like, oh, if someone says, oh, that's not realistic or, you know, how could you even think about doing it? It's way too risky. It's completely unrealistic that you'll make it or the risk to reward. Mm. Like, no, no, you have to, you have to go for it. Yeah, you have. I I look at it, whatever you do, you can't have a plan B because the moment you have a plan B, then you're going to find yourself making excuses and maybe not making that decision. But when you say there is no plan B, this is it. That's true. All, That's a good one. You know, people, your parents came from Iran right. and made it happen. There yeah. was no like, well, you know, hey, don't worry. You know, we could just go back and, you know, pack right. up everything our life. I mean, uh, and people today, and a lot of younger people, they like the comfort of, you know, the nest and, and, they don't realize this is still the Wild West. Life is what you make out of it. Yeah, a comfort zone is a beautiful thing, but nothing ever grows there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my dad is an engineer and an architect himself. That was mm-hmm. what he did when he came to America. He got his degrees and licenses. So he also builds the homes and then I sell them. We have a father-daughter thing going Does on. He really? Yeah, yeah. That is so cool. He's a client. Wow. Yeah. He's a client. He's your dad. He's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dad. Love I you. know. <laughs> Like he's client number my mom 25. Too. My mom's client 23. <laughs> Love her too. <laughs> oh man. Don't worry. I'll bleep all that out. If you ask later, you're like, you know what? On second thought, can you bleep that out? No, I've had a great time learning about you, learning about your profession and what you do. And uh, the stories of, you know, just people out there that, uh, that they could find comfort in knowing that uh, whether they're in a different part of the country or different part of the world that they go, Hey man, you know, uh, I need to make sure that, you know, either I take the risk and go ahead and buy something uh, and find a, a reputable, you know, a financial institution to, to help me along. But more importantly, that their agent is their advocate and somebody who can carry them through the process. Always. And you can always rest with the comfort that real estate has proven itself to consistently appreciate in value. So even it's the biggest investment you'll ever make, mm-hmm. you can't deny what history has shown us that it consistently increases in value and appreciation is very real. Whether it takes two steps forward and one step backward, mm-hmm. it's still very real that it's yeah. appreciating consistently. So you can rest assured when you see that. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is Google the trends. I mean, I can tell you myself because that's my job, but mm-hmm. it's real, concrete, public information. You can see it. Yeah. yeah. You can't lose. You really can't. As long as you've done your homework. As long as you've done words. your homework and you know, you're, you're 
taking advantage of timing. Mm -hmm. Timing is very important with mm -hmm. anything and everything, right? When, mm -hmm. when you meet whoever your future husband or wife is going to be, mm -hmm. the timing in which you met them was the key to your guys' success mm -hmm. as a couple. So same thing goes here. Mm. A lot of it's luck then. No, I don't know. I don't think it's luck. No. I think it's calculated. because I was unlucky. See, I calculate everything, though. So if, they, if I would have calculated it, then, you know, I would have had a house in uh, Koto and Turtle Rock. I would have uh, been like, hey, man, these people are going to finance saying. me. But it, the thing was, is I obviously, not only that, but I didn't have the information. Yeah. I didn't have, like, the people, no, even though power. they're like, yeah, they didn't. They, like you said, I didn't have the information of, hey, you know, you can't go wrong, right? Take the leap now. Take the risk. You know, these people are going to back you. The company's play will back you, whatever. Go for it. Yeah. Instead, I was like, no, it's because people look at the, the the final value. Right. Like today, people will be like, oh, the prices are too high. And I'm like, but can you afford it? That's probably the question you should ask yourself True. versus, well, but five years ago they were, or two years ago they were That's here. just crying over spilt milk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, fine, keep staying at your, your, your parents' house. But that's true. Kidding. Exactly what you said. It's just finding out where you yeah. yourself are at. What's your financial stability? Yeah. That's Yeah, that's the first step, just yeah. knowing where you're at. I mean, we can all think about the past and be like, oh, I should have bought that. Yeah, or I should have bought worry. that. My dad does it all leak, the time. I'm going to drink. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to sit out here. I mean, what can you do? You can't no, go back. So. I know. Not yet. But <laughs> Not yet? Are, is your time machine, yeah, it's coming along? That's on the, on the undisclosed 14th floor. But anyways... <laughs> I've had a blast hanging out with you, Me uh, too. learning about uh, your profession, your career, your industry, and your journey. Yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, Me too. And uh, you said you'll teach me the 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 not so nice words in Farsi, so I can tell people. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. no, I will. <laughs> uh, <I'll slide. laughs> uh, but uh, thank you, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to talk pleasure. about before we uh, end the, uh, the episode? Just that I've had a great time here. Mm -hmm. Gentleman's Avenue is amazing. And mm -hmm. I wish you all the best in every way. And I hope we can stay friends. Thank you. And I did have a great time. I'm, I'm really appreciative to be here. So I guess that's all. Well, thank you. And uh, for David, your husband, coming yeah. up here. I appreciate you guys coming You're up welcome. here. So anyways, make sure you check her out. You can find her on our social media, at Real Estate by Rana, all <laughs> across all platforms. <laughs> also at Real Estate, uh, Real Estate Rana, Real Estate by Rana. Com. That's it. Oh, I guess I should add my brokerage is also worldwide. So if mm. you want to buy or sell literally in any mm. part of this world, you can contact me. I was looking me. at Dubai, but I'm like, eh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, we, we went to Dubai <laughs> last year. Really? Yeah. Didn't they have the artificial islands there? Yes. Yeah. yeah the, it's the globe islands. Mm. Yeah. And they're That's selling, right. yeah, they're selling them piece by piece. Did they ever figure out the, the filtration systems? I know the water in certain areas were getting stagnant I, and I know they had some issues with. I think you, yeah, you have to helicopter in. Do you really? I think so, yeah. Wow. Because of the, the water issue. I'll, I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. It'll be the next, the next time we meet, we'll yeah. just meet there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grow my beard, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll fit right in. Maybe you could Anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, so, hold office. Hold office. Yeah, I wish I knew more. Sorry. But anyways, so that'll wrap up this episode. Make sure you find us at gentlemensavenue.com forward slash lodgecast on iTunes, Google Play. And until next time, be well, my friends. Bye, guys.